We are back yet again with the Thick Men Inc. podcast coming to you from a parking lot in Florida and a lonely bedroom in North Carolina. We are here to give you our predictions for the Super Bowl. And I'm going to say right here and right now, the Philadelphia Eagles fans are talking entirely too much. They seem to think they are better at every aspect of football than the Kansas City Chiefs, which is simply untrue. The Chiefs have a much better passing attack. Their run game is not quite comparable, but the passing game will more than make up for it. Their offensive line's very comparable. The Chiefs' offensive line's underrated. Orlando Brown Jr. in particular, very underrated. Phenomenal tack. And while their defense can't quite stack up to the Eagles, it's still a solid unit. It'll be doing more than enough to hinder Jalen Hurts and his lackluster passing attack. So I'm going to say the Kansas City Chiefs, thanks to their overpowered, their high-flying, their dynamic offense, are going to have a massive advantage over the Eagles. I think it'll be a competitive game still because of that defense, because of that secondary, and because the officials will probably side against the Chiefs. That's just how the song and dance goes. But at the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes is in fact Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey, and the Eagles just are not them. They might be them, but Patrick Mahomes is him. The Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. It'll be a relatively high scoring game. I'm going to say 33-27 to 27 Chiefs victory. I Yeah, I mean, the thing that's been so frustrating for me over the last, you know, week or so since the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl, since we knew they're going to be playing the Chiefs, is Eagles fans in general. And I hate to talk bad about the Eagles because there's a lot to like. They have a lot of talent up and down the roster from quarterback to offensive line to running back to receiver to their front seven to their secondary. But there's also the Chiefs are also a really good team. There's a reason they were the one seed in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, the entire team, what Chris Jones has done this season. So when you take a look at this game, take a step back from an objective perspective. The Eagles, you know, Eagles fans get offended when you say they haven't really played anyone this year. And yes, their passers is phenomenal, but they haven't played any elite passers of the football this season. In week one, they played Jared Goff, who I think proved this season he's definitely still capable of being a top 15 quarterback in the NFL, especially a very good passer in the right system. And other than that, they play Dak Prescott, who, you know, he has his flaws. I don't consider him a top 10 guy, still a solid quarterback. And outside of those two guys, maybe Aaron Rodgers, but even in that game, Aaron Rodgers hasn't been good this season and he got hurt. Jordan Love had to step in and play. So the defense hasn't really been tested like someone like Patrick Mahomes, like Joe Burrow, any other of the elite high level quarterbacks they've played. And every game they've played in this season, Jalen Hurts has been the best quarterback on the field, which let me speak to that a little bit because I think Jalen Hurts is phenomenal. I do not like the people that are Jalen Hurts detractors that say he's just a running back. They compare him to Lamar Jackson. Is he good at running the football? Yes. 760 yards, 13 rushing touchdowns. He was phenomenal in that area of his game, but the steps he took as a passer, I think it was 6 to 5% increase increase in completion percentage, 14 point increase in quarterback rating, was efficient through the air, has struggled now later in the season because of that shoulder injury, but he plays at a high level. So there's two sides of the story going here. And then it's irritating to me, the Eagles fans can't acknowledge that the defense hasn't been tested by an elite quarterback. And then when you say Patrick Mahomes is just a different breed, he's a different animal. He's the best quarterback in the NFL. And then there's a gap. They don't want to acknowledge that. And when I go around saying that on TikTok, when I present that information, I get called an idiot because I don't acknowledge that the Eagles defense is significantly better than the Bengals. And that's the only reason the Bengals defense isn't that good. And that's the reason the Chiefs won that game, not Patrick Holmes and everything he does. So I was kind of all over the place there, but it's 
frustrating Eagles fans don't acknowledge where the Chiefs are just elite and that there's a very solid chance they air rated out 450 yards and beat the Eagles. But it's also true that the Eagles are a good team and they have a chance at winning if they play their game, they run the ball, control the game there, and Hassan Reddick gets after as a pass rusher. So I think there's two sides to this story and Eagles fans have been very infuriating. So I mean, in the lead up to this game. You're going to like the video I'm making today. But at the end of the day, you could give me a million dollars. I'm still not picking the Eagles. The Eagles are a scumbag franchise. They are worse than the Cowboys, and that's saying something. Their fans, bad people, their players seem like good people, but at the end of the day, I'm unmoved by their schedule. I'm unmoved by their victories. Talk about, oh, our pass rush got to Brock Purdy against the 49ers offensive line. No, they didn't. They got to Brock Purdy against the backup tight end, who for some reason was blocking us on Reddit. That's a scheme issue, not offensive line issue, not a skill advantage for the Eagles. This team has gotten luck, and the luck is running out. The Chiefs are the best team they'll have played all year. They are better than anyone they face by a wide margin, and the offense is so incomparable to anything besides maybe the Cowboys we've seen this year. It's going to be an absolute bloodbath for their defense. They're going to get punched in the mouth early, they're going to get punched in the mouth often, and they're going to get dotted up. I don't care if the Chiefs wide receivers are injured. I don't care if they're going to be struggling to get through the game. I don't care that Juju's gone. What I do know is Moses will find his targets, find his running backs, find Travis Kelsey, and will be able to do enough to beat this Eagles defense. And to expand upon the video, I don't remember exactly which video I discussed this on, uh, the Jalen Hurts injury and the fact that he hasn't really been tested over the last four weeks. I've been called an idiot because they've played bad teams. There's no reason Jalen Hurts would have to throw as much. And that's entirely true. That is exactly what I'm saying. Since his shoulder injury, I think you'd be lying to yourself if you said you haven't seen him struggle at points, missing throws we saw him make routinely early in the season. Early in the season, first half when he had no injury, even be pri- right up prior to his injury, he would hit that throw to AJ Brown in stride against the 49ers. In the championship game, he missed that throw. And to speak to the point, they haven't played anyone. Jalen Hurts hasn't been pushed. He hasn't been tested to go toe-to-toe with another elite quarterback having to throw the ball maybe 35 and 40 times. Play When you're playing Daniel Jones, especially with the receivers they have and just how young and how new that offense is, you're not going to have to win a passing battle. They're also a run first team. Plus Daniel Jones, you know, he's not the most special quarterback in the world. And then when you play the 49ers and you take Brock Purdy out of the game in the first quarter, Josh Johnson, who's been on 13 NFL teams, has to step in and then he gets knocked out of the game. And then you're playing Brock Purdy who can maybe throw the ball five yards on a torn UCL. You don't have to run the ball all of a sudden. And even when it makes it impossible for the 49ers score points and the Eagles offensive production in that game was not impressive. I mean, 3.4 yards a carry couldn't throw the ball. Yes, they put up 31 points, but who really cares? The number one defense, 31 points. You're playing against an offense that couldn't stay on the field. So th- there's multiple elements to that discussion. But when I say that Eagles fans are going to get so upset, but I do think there's a path for the Eagles to win. They had 77 sacks during the regular season. If Hassan Reddick, if Fletcher Cox, if that entire defensive line, if that front seven can get after Patrick Mahomes, can get after after those offensive tackles, there's a path for them to win, especially if they're able to get something going on the run game. But if it turns into a high scoring affair, if there's more than 30 points scored by the Chiefs, there's no way the Eagles win the, this one. And I think the uh, Chiefs have a very solid chance at getting that done. If it comes down to it, one drive to win the game, though, I'm going to triple down and say, look, we know Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback, but we also know Pat Mahomes is a playoff riser. He does great things in the postseason. He scored in 13 seconds. He led those overtime drives against the Bills. 
He has done great work against the Bengals defenses, at least last game, and he will rise to the occasion yet again if it comes down to it. If it comes down to a two-man drill, I trust the Chiefs much more than I trust the Eagles. Yeah, and that speaks that. to Patrick Mahomes. He's been, he's has that playoff resume. They've been to the uh, conference finals or conference, <laughs> conference championship each of the last five seasons. They're in their third Super Bowl over the last five years. I think this year on offense, they've looked more put together than any other single season. They look like a system rather than relying on Tyreek Hill's big playability and Travis Kelsey to dominate a linebackers, safeties, and smaller corners. So I I am really high on the Chiefs. It, of course, does hurt that, ha- that they have a lot of injuries at the wide receiver position. Kadarius Tony is supposed to play, so at least maybe they got Tony, MVS, and then Sky Moore for the first time all season, he's going to have to step up and and play and produce. He hasn't really been forced into the spotlight this year, even though he was a a second round rookie. So I'm picking the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to win this one. But like I said, with everything negative I said against about the Eagles, there is that path to victory for them to win if the pass rushers get after it and they can control the game on the ground. But if Patrick Holmes starts throwing it, the Eagles are going to have to keep up and Jalen Hurts, I think, has only completed more than 21 passes six times this season. And if Patrick Holmes is on fire, that's not enough to keep up with him. We're going to look like a couple of idiots when the Chiefs lose this game by 30, aren't we? <laughs> There's no two ways about it. We are agreeing too much on these things. The Chiefs are now set up to lose. So I'm now changing my pick to the Eagles. So that's not the here nor there. Got to cover the bases. But do you got anything else? Well, I will say, I think I saw it on Pat McAfee, and I haven't looked at an update, but I saw that like 70% of the money being bet on this game is uh on the Eagles. So it seems like a majority of people actually think the Eagles are going to win. I don't see that happening. It could, but um, you know. Call those people alcoholics, Tristan. There's no shame in it, but you can't get some help. A is easy to find and easy to spell. That has been our Super Bowl predictions. Let us know what you think down in the comments below. Be sure to come back to this very video if the Eagles win and tell us how wrong we were, and we will see you later.